0: Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Kelly. I'm Carrie, And, and we're, we're Identical, identical twins. twins. You have found us. This is Hymn, Hymn talk, talk, Twin, twin talk. talk. All right. So, you know, Kelly, every time we do an episode, you have to think, like, there could be someone listening for the first time. Right. And are like, we, did, I didn't know they were identical. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I didn't know this was going to be about hymns. <laughs> like, the title of the podcast doesn't give it away. Hymn Talk, Twin Talk. Guess what it's about? <laughs> 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 All right, so welcome. If you are a brand new listener or a more seasoned, seasoned <laughs> listener, <laughs> a veteran listener, thank you for being here. <laughs> yes, we're glad you're here. I mean, this is another hymn that came in as a request from a listener, mm-hmm. and of, and again, we're going back to that like social media presence, right? This is someone we never would have interacted with, right. Except for Instagram. Right. His name is Daniel. He's from a tiny town in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. How would we ever meet him? No. But he loves hymns. He loves – we have a lot in common. Right. Well, it just reminds me of all of the people who are listening to our podcast. Yeah. We have something in common with all of them, too. Oh, yeah. And, Carrie, I mean, there are people listening from all over the world. The world, you guys. The world. I mean, I I want to know specifically. I we, know. we get so many um, downloads from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you're in Guatemala – Hello. <laughs> jump on Twitter. Jump on Instagram. <laughs> tell us who you yeah, are. I mean, We have downloads coming in from Saudi Arabia, all over India, France, Spain, Germany. Yeah. yeah. And plus the good old U.S. of A. A lot in the U.S. of A. Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so tell us. Find us. We are loving being on social media with all of you. And oddly enough, releasing a podcast every other week has given us a little bit of more time right. to be on social media to talk to all of you. I think so, so too. Talk to us. Tell us where you're from. Mm -hmm. Tell us which Hymn Talk episode was your favorite. And give us a request. Just like Daniel did. Right. Okay. So he wants to go over a hymn that is just super fun. Right. I mean, we love this hymn. We both love it. We both remember it from Mm -hmm. our childhood. Mm -hmm. It is something that could be appealing to people of all ages. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you talk to a, a kid and ask them about a hymn they might not have a very positive reaction. Right. Oh, an old hymn? So when a hymn is fun, I, I think it's cool because it makes it maybe a little bit more appealing to another generation of, of, right. of Christians that wouldn't have known that song. And... Absolutely 100%. I think an older generation would love it too. Right. So they right. love it. They remember it. Right. The new generation is kind of interested in it because it sounds so cute. Right. And now, next thing you know, we have people of all ages singing. Singing. I all love right. That. Let's tell them what it is. All right. So this week's hymn is In, in My, My Heart there, there Rings a Melody.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hopefully, you guys are clapping. Hopefully. It's a great one. It's just full of joy. Mm hmm. I have a song that Jesus gave me. All right, it's so much fun to sing. Let's show them like what first verse and, and refrain. Okay, yeah. I have a song that Jesus gave me. It was sent from heaven above. There never was a sweeter melody. Tis a melody of love. In my heart, there rings a melody, there rings a melody, with heaven's harmony. In my heart, there rings a melody, there rings a melody of love. All right, so do you think that everyone is listening thinking that's a fun song? <laughs> I don't know,
2: do you think know? I, I don't know. So.
0: I don't well, think, I mean, it's hard to sing it and not smile. Okay, that's a good definition of a fun song. I mean, you're just smiling. You're just enjoying Mm -hmm. it. Now, when I think of this song, they're talking about musical concepts, right? Melody, harmony. I feel like this is about music. Right. And it can be very, like, literal. It's about music. The songs that we sing for Jesus. Right. But it's also, I feel like it can be metaphorical, right? The song in my heart is Jesus. Jesus is the song. So it's not that there's music. It's actually, I have Jesus, who is the music. Right. I think it's literal and metaphorical. Okay. What do you think, Kelly? I never even thought of it as the metaphor. Because I think Jesus lives in my heart. Jesus is the music. I mean, clearly Carrie is the more deeper thinker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think when I hear the song, yeah. I think that it is like what happens after you know Jesus. Right. You know, that it well, is- yes. That after Jesus lives in your heart, because he's the music, because <laughs> he's the music in your heart. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. But I, so I think that you know we have a song to sing now that is different from the rest of the world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this hymn is talking about musical concepts. It's talking about melody. You know, the, you'll never find a scripture in the Bible that says Jesus gave us a melody of love. Like that's a kind of poetic way of saying it. But I feel like this is a celebration of Jesus. And the transformation that we have when we know him. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's a celebration of music. We talk about melody. We talk about harmony. And I wonder if you and I, you know, were more drawn to this song as young people. Because we considered ourselves to be musicians. We loved music. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I mean, our parents got a piano when we were five years old. Mm -hmm. And kind of just... Prayed that one of us would play it, and we did. We and we both loved it. And they gave us piano lessons. Yeah. I mean, they encouraged us to play. Yeah, um, I, I actually have a funny story of being like in middle school, Cal. And I remember being in music class with our middle school chorus teacher. Her name was Mrs. Mercier. Yeah, so we were in this the same middle school, yeah, but we were not in the same classes at all. No. They split us up completely. Nope. No, and I think it was in seventh grade and Mrs. Mercier told the class that we would be singing somewhere out there by Linda Ronstadt from the movie An American Tale. Okay. I mean, Good song. I don't have a lot of memories, but like I, this totally <laughs> sticks out to me. <clears throat> and she did not play the piano and she held up the music and just wondering if anybody, you know, could play it. In seventh grade. Yeah. And I raised my hand and I was like, "Uh, I don't know. I mean, I play piano. And so she told me to go to the piano and I looked at the music and it was very accessible and I played it. And I was amazed at myself (laughs) was she amazed I feel like not really not really really, no because I feel like I have students that go oh I play but they would never really play totally played okay and I was amazed and so I went home and I told my mom I told Nani all about it and Mm -hmm. I was like mom I played the piano in music class and she's like oh that's awesome I'm like mom I can play I can play piano and she was like yeah I know Mom was just not sharing this this like moment. <laughs> I don't remember any of it of excitement. She was like, "I know, we've been paying for years." <laughs> and I was like, "But I can't play," and she just didn't understand. She's like, "I can't." She just kept saying, "I know." Um, That's so funny. It just it was a moment. It yeah. was this moment I was able to do something that nobody in the class could right. do, even the teacher. teacher. Yeah, and I thought that that was something. And uh, you know, I even I think I even said to the piano teacher that week. I, I know how to play. Right. And she was like, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, i I probably was around the same age. Seventh yeah. and eighth grade, Nani brought us, you know, down the street to the Methuen Memorial Music Hall mm-hmm. to try out for a Gilbert and Sullivan operetta. operetta. Like what 7th grader is doing a Gilbert and Sullivan operetta. Right. We both loved it. I know. I know. And it was old-fashioned music and and weird old harmonies and, and old-fashioned old language. Yes, but we loved it. And we were reading the music for the first time. Oh, like the so vocal score was super hard to read. Right. It's not easy reading a score with like all the harmonies and the right. piano part. Right. And um we, I, we did it. And loved it. Totally fell in love with it. And so I feel like that it was around the same age because that's how old what how old we were when we started with this right. group. And then we got like the leading roles. Yes. We were the soprano or the and the mezzo or the yeah. soprano and the alto leads. We kept doing it. Um and it really started there. So like middle school ish. Yeah, it really hit us yeah. that this was something we loved. And, you know, I think that's what this guy who wrote this song does. He like captures yeah. that music in general, right, like makes you happy and brings you joy. Right. But then music about God, it's like that next level. Right, right. And he recognizes that. Right. And I think because he wrote such a fun tune, so the tune is actually called Heart Melody. Yeah. It's never been seen with any other words. No. These are completely married from the moment it was conceived. And I think that's what he did. He right. created something fun. If you're talking about the melody that's in your heart, then yeah, it's going to be fun. And it's a melody of love. Mm -hmm. yeah so obviously music was really formative to both Carrie and I I mean we took piano lessons Mm -hmm. around these middle school years we definitely had kind of a a reawakening to Mm -hmm. music Mm -hmm. we and now we both have careers in music yeah and of course the other huge Mm -hmm. thing we have in our life that we love is the Lord Mm -hmm. and so worship puts those two things together and we get to do that almost on a daily basis yeah we're so I feel so lucky so we are probably preaching to the choir here. Yeah, because you're listening. Because <laughs> you're listening. You, you probably love music. Yeah, yeah, you love music, and you have your own reasons of why you love it. Yeah. And our hymn writer has his own reasons of wh- why he loved, loves music, and I feel like it's in the song. Yes. You know? And, of course, our guy, Daniel, who recommended the song to yes. us, like put in the request He loves music. He loves music. He loves hymns. Yeah. And, yeah, he has his own ministry that he does on Mm -hmm. Instagram where he shares hymns. So we sat down with him. We had a quick chat about his ministry and his life in Mississippi and, of course, this hymn. So thanks for listening. Yep. This is Hymn Talk Twin Talk with our guest today, Daniel Daniel Hayes. Hayes. All right. So – we found out that you're a fourth grade teacher. Yes. Where are you from?
2: I am from Mississippi, a um, little town between Jackson and Hattiesburg called McGee. Okay. McGee. Okay. Yeah. So, and
0: have you lived there your whole life?
2: I'm pretty much, yeah.
0: Now, do you ever sing with your students? I mean, music and science go hand in hand.
2: Um, well, that's one thing about the hymns is they sneak into the classroom.
1: Oh. I'm going to get in
2: trouble for that. I'm going to get in trouble for one of these days, but they do, they sneak in.
1: Tell us Um, how
0: you do that.
2: Well, usually it's just in a kind of a joking way. They don't realize what I'm doing. I had a student today, actually, somebody brought him to my room and then he went to leave as they left and they wanted him to stay in there. And I said, no, 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 don't, don't leave. No turning back, no turning back. (laughs) There was that one. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in my class. Ah,
0: that's a good one. That's, I should use that one. I should I use classroom. that
2: one too. My favorite, there's a sweet lady here that is also a pastor's wife. And one day she was in my room and she overheard me doing my little throwing out of him. My mm-hmm. child had asked me a question about something that was months, I mean, weeks away. And... When he asked me, I said, that, that's a pretty long way away. And I just looked at him and said, strength for today, bright hope for tomorrow. And, <laughs> and she, you know, the lady looked at me and she said, you want to finish that song or do we want to uh-huh. move on?
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. You, I just, I feel like you know so many hymns and you can quote their verses when I have to like think more. So tell us about your church. You go to a Baptist church. It's
2: a little country church. Not very many mm. of us, but we enjoy it. We still sing the hymns and... And
0: do you have a hymnal in the pew to read?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. We we would struggle without it.
0: Do you so you don't project the words?
2: Well, we project them out of our mouths.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that <a> joke? <laughs> so no, no. I mean, do you project them onto a screen so you can watch them without having to look down?
2: Oh no, that'd be way too progressive. We could oh, okay. Never...
0: <laughs> okay. And so, what's like a standard hymn at your church that's very acceptable and that maybe. Honestly, people wouldn't even need
2: the hymnal because they know it so well. I mean, I think about like, you know, because he lives is one that, you know, every few weeks we, we do because he lives. And we, we love it just as much as we did a couple weeks ago when we sang it yeah. then. I think about solid rock. Ah. I've been trying my best to get them to start singing the third verse, too. Yeah. His oath, his covenant, his blood supports me That's in the well blood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. It was, that third verse was written for this pandemic that we're in. It, it says, stand up, stand up for Jesus. Stand in his strength alone. And then it says, the arm of flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. That's right where we are. The arm That's of us. flesh is failing.
0: That's us. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So we have been talking for, you know, a few minutes here and we've heard you talk about the solid rock, right? Because, because he lives. lives and now stand, stand up, up for, for Jesus. Jesus. So let's talk about this week's song. In, In my, my heart, there, there rings, rings a melody. melody. I feel like how did you even know to pick that one? You have, you can name so many hymns. How, why that one to Hymn talk twin talk?
2: I, I don't even know this song. Um, so, you know,
0: so this yeah. is not a song from your childhood
2: no it is you know it's not like I said I go to a Baptist church but when I got into college I met some friends that moved to Mississippi from Michigan um, and they weren't Baptist I found out they Plymouth Brethren so they said well we're going to this Bible conference in a few weeks would you like to go to for the three days we were at that conference every time we had a worship service I had a hymn sing, and it was all hymns in the in the beginning. It wasn't praise and worship, it was hymns. Mm. Um, and I knew most of them along the way, but I didn't know this one song. That's the only time I've heard it is there, and mm. it's been one I've enjoyed.
0: So, I mean, are you in a position or a situation where you could go to the music director at your church and say, hey, can we introduce this hymn to the congregation? It's not one of our regulars. Could you do that?
2: I could. If it was in a hymnal right. that I could find, okay. because I have, I own probably 10 hymnals and it's in none of them. You know, I think when I did it for him Saturday, I had to get it from you guys.
0: Wow. Um, yeah, we have it.
2: It's not in any of mine.
0: So it is an 82 hymnals. Right. And I think it's kind of remarkable that it's in two of ours. It's like I know. Two that we use. And to me, it feels like a Baptist-ish hymn. Right. But yet he doesn't know it. Right. Right. So- so,
2: and it may be in the new Baptist hymn, yeah. we're still in the 1991 at Main Street.
0: It's definitely a hymn from our childhood. And I would even say that we sang it more, way more as a kid than, right. than I've done we it as an adult. Yeah. In fact, I don't know. Do you think we've ever sung it? I'm pretty sure that I, I'm the music director at the church. This is Kelly. And I picked the hymns and the songs. And so to say that we've done this song and had it stand alone, like all the verses, I'm not sure we've ever done that. Right.
2: Well, it's time you did. I know. I
0: guess so. You know, it's a. I cannot recall a song that is as much fun to sing as this one. Yeah, like as something that we've done recently. It's just so fun and interesting. I actually went back to like my music history roots. Yeah. and was like, okay, it could it be considered like ragtime? Could it right. be considered that? You know, flapper music, Charleston of the 1920s, 1930s. Like, are we seeing this kind of connection to the popular music of the time? So I do think there's like this, you know, kind of a global look at the music that it's, okay. what was going on in pop music at the time? Is there anything about the lyrics that strike you that you would like to chat about?
2: Well, I mean, I think it's something that if you are a believer, this song had better be true for you. In my heart, there rings a melody. It rings a melody of love. You know, and I think about it. People in Antioch were first called Christians. Go around and call yourself a Christian or want to be one. You better have that melody of love in your heart because that's step one. You can't walk around angry and we've got, you know, there's plenty of things to be angry about or we can't walk around sad, even though there's plenty of things to be sad about. Not that that's not things that we struggle with, but through all of that stuff, there should be a melody of love through everything you struggle with. You know, I think about, you know, the Lord said, let not your heart be troubled. Well, you know, sometimes your heart's going to be troubled. You know, Psalm 55, 22, I think, roll the burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. Well, we're going to have burdens, but, you know, we're going to have them. if as long as, as long as we get a day or a night, we're going to have burdens. But, Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is my strength. We need it. We need his strength to get us through each day we're going through. And that melody keeps going. I think about Paul wanting that thorn of the flesh to be taken out. And the Lord kept saying, my grace is sufficient for And Paul had to learn, okay, well, I guess his grace is sufficient.
0: (laughs) I think at first glance, a hymn like this almost seems trite, you know, and yeah, playful, juvenile. Right. But I mean, you really have to like look at what it's saying. It's it's. I think using music and melody and harmony as an analogy is awesome because we're musicians and I love that. Right. But I love the Jesus who died on Calvary. I mean, it it does say the truth. Right. It's not trite at all. Right. I mean, there's evidence of like Christians who are persecuted and right. imprisoned, and they're singing. They are singing and lifting their voices in praise until their dying days, um, and, and that's pretty amazing to me.
2: Yeah. You know, another thing about this song, oh, yeah. it's what I call a perfect hymn, because, I mean, in my idea of a perfect hymn, it's talks about the Christian life, and by the last verse, you make it to heaven. By the endless theming glory, with the angels I will sing, which will be mm. a song with the glorious harmony, when the courts of heaven ring. So you get to that last verse, and you've made it to heaven, and... I think there's a lot of songs that have that theme of we get through, through, through the Christian life and by the last verse, you get to heaven.
0: We talk in our church about, you know, getting to heaven and being reunited and having and just singing around right. God's throne all the time, right. you know, in harmony and joining like people from all times, right. from all nations, right. or just from everywhere and joining with them. And here's a song that actually like describes it. So we have been talking about our hymn takes on every episode and this is the the just the part of the hymn that you really feel will stay with you it's it's special it's important it's meaningful it's catchy what for whatever your reason it's the the lyric that will stay with you um do you have a hymn take for this song that you want to share
2: is it's just that idea of in my heart there rings a melody in my heart there's joy even on tough days Even on days where I'm not happy, i still got the joy of the Lord. To know that no matter what's going on around you, the Lord loves you. The Lord cares for you. And because of that, you're able to get through whatever it is you have to get through. He was able to get through being nailed to a cross. I can get through Tuesday. And to be able to know he's there to sustain us. And we're there to be able to help sustain other people, too. And to be able to encourage other people because they need it, too.
0: Love that that is just like the perfect way to end. <laughs> um, thank you so much, daniel Thank you for reaching out and sharing this hymn with us. It really, really is one of our like favorites from our childhood. We're so happy we get to talk about it, and we're so happy we got to connect with you.
2: Yeah, time. And I mean, well even if it's not a song I know, I'll come back and talk about something from it.
0: All right. Well, thank you, thank, thank you so, so much. much. We're gonna send people to your Instagram page and your Twitter page, and we can't wait to hear. More from you on him Saturday.
2: (laughs) Yep. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Mr. Hayes. <laughs> I mean, that was really fun being able to talk to him. I bet mean, he's such a great fourth grade teacher. Oh. His students must love him. Yes, yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I say about my students. <laughs> they must love me. Well, he, you know, we knew this song, so yeah. maybe it would have come up eventually on Him Talk Him yeah. Talk, but it was really because he requested it. And so we are so thankful to him yeah. for bringing it to our we, attention. You guys, we love getting requests. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know when we'll get to it, but you get... you. You put a request in and we'll we'll get to it we promise so all right so Kelly let's look at some examples of music in the Bible right this isn't something that's a new concept. <laughs> right. <laughs> Daniel didn't invent it. Right. <laughs> and it's funny because there, there's music and worship is all over the Bible right. from, from the beginning mm-hmm. of time. I mean, Miriam sings the song after the Exodus. I mean, it's yeah. right there from the beginning. But I wanted to give some examples of how else music is used in the Bible. It's not just for praise. Mm-hmm. It's for other things. And one of the things that we see is that in times of suffering— People praise the Lord in times of suffering. And the f- biggest example is Psalm 40.
1: What does the Bible say? <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Psalm 40. This is King David, one of his Psalms, and it's his story. He starts right in the beginning of the Psalm, Psalm 40, verses 1 through 3. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry, He lifted me out of the slimy pit. Out of the mud and mire, he set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. So David was in a bad place. He lifted him out of the miry clay, Mm -hmm. out of the slimy pit, and he gave him a new song. That's a great example to follow. Yes. You are not feeling great. Things aren't going your way. You still have a song in your heart. Mm -hmm. You can still sing. So that's the Old Testament example. And then I just looked at the New Testament in the book of Acts. This is a story that, you know, if you were a student in Sunday school, you heard it. (laughs) Paul and Silas were in jail. They were captured. They didn't know their fate. And what did they do in the jail cell that night? They sang. sang. This is Acts sixteen twenty two. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. This is after they had been beat all day. The Bible goes on to say, verse 25, about midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. There was a violent earthquake. The foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. I mean, that's an awesome story. I know. I mean, you remember that as a kid, I right? I do remember. Yeah. We used to sing a song, too. was a too. song. Paul and Silas were in jail in the middle of the night. Not much reason to be happy, but they, they sang, sang with, with all their might. And the walls began to shake, caused the prison doors to break. And the jailer and his household praised the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord and the jailer Jailor and his household praise the Lord something, like, something that. like that. I can't believe you remember that. Did anyone recognize that song that Carrie just sang? I can't believe she remembered that. <laughs> I can't believe. Okay, so another example of music in the Bible. We have these people praising God in times of suffering mm-hmm. and times of like torment really but how about just music that praises Mm. right i mean that's all over that's all over it's all over the psalms and it's really what god wants us to do right but so if we look at ephesians 519 what does the
1: bible say
0: this chapter 5 in ephesians is all about instructions for living it's all about what we should and shouldn't do Mm -hmm. you know be careful don't do this don't be foolish but it says speak to one another with psalms hymns and songs from the spirit, sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Right. It's literally telling us to use music to praise and thank God. And I feel like that could be the like the the verse for our podcast. Right? I mean, I know I we know have the Psalm yeah. like that. That's even yeah, better. It's a great really, <laughs> it's a great verse. And then the final example of music in the bible or singing in the bible mm-hmm. what well, is found in revelations because it tells us what to expect in heaven right. so it's not just what to do on earth it's when we get to heaven what will it be like
1: what does the bible say
0: this is revelation 5:11 and this is the prophecy of heaven then i looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000 they encircled the throne And the living creatures and the elders, in a loud voice, they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory (laughs) and praise. Awesome. So I feel like this pattern that we just established praising God in times of suffering, Mm. praising God and thanking Him for everything that He's done, and then praising Him in the end in heaven Heaven for eternity. that follows the pattern of the song. Right. That follows the pattern of the song. Okay, so let's read the words. Let's get the let's hear that. You want I we want you to hear all of the verses. We sang one. Right. So just because this is like a celebration of music, we have a very special performance for you. So yes. while we are reading the words, we are going to hear a violinist named Jaime Jorge. He's just this super talented violinist I mean I love hearing good violin mm. music right um, he's touring the country right now you can go to his website and find out but next week on the 27th he will be at the Collegedale Community Church um, performing at 6 o'clock that's in Ultawa I don't know if I'm saying it right Ultawa Tennessee so if you are near Ultawa you might go just go see him pay right. him a visit right yeah but he's going to play this lovely rendition right um, and we'll read the words yep I think you guys are really gonna like this. I have a song that Jesus gave me. It was sent from heaven above. There never was a sweeter melody. Tis a melody of love. In my heart, there rings a melody. There rings a melody with heaven's harmony. In my heart there rings a melody, there rings a melody of love. Verse 2 I love the Christ who died on Calvary, for he washed my sins away. He put within my heart a melody, and I know it's there to stay. Verse 3 will be my endless theme in glory, with the angels I will sing. T'will be a song with glorious harmony, when the courts of heaven ring. Wasn't that lovely? Lovely. I mean, I totally would like to see him in uh, in person. In Saltua? <laughs> no, no, I want him to come to New England. Actually, let me pull it up right now. Let's see. I mean, I see all his dates, Kelly, coming up. And <laughs> when is he near us? So it only goes till December 4th. Oh. And it looks like the closest he's coming to us is maybe York, Pennsylvania. Still far. Still far. That's November 30th. But yeah, he has dates in Maryland, in West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland again. You guys who live in those areas, I you know. have to go see him. I hope they do go. Yeah. I want to hear all about it. We'll share his information so yes. people can you know people can find out about his concerts but yeah i mean that violin is gorgeous all right so kelly we've talked so much about this song we haven't really talked about the man who wrote it at right. all and we need to hear about this guy this mm-hmm. hymn is great all okay. right are you ready <laughs> the hymn was written by elton, elton Mano roth. roth i mean household name <laughs> <laughs> you all know him right <laughs> Elton Menno Roth was born on November 27th. It's coming oh, up. It's coming up. 1891 in Bern, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Now, Elton Menno Roth had two parents named John and Hannah, and they had eight children. Wow. Now, Elton was right in the middle. He had five sisters and two brothers. Wow. Now, he was a part of a Mennonite community in Bern, and his middle name is Probably after Menno Simons, who was really the founder wow. of the faith community. Yeah, Menno Simons. In Bern, Kelly, I thought this was kind of interesting. There was really like almost like a spiritual awakening in the later part of the 1800s, the, the, the last decade. Wow. Um, it says that there were tent meetings and. People turned their life over to Christ, and that this was this clear message of salvation and sanctification that was preached by these German Mennonites from Pennsylvania. They had come and done a tent meeting. And when our guy, Elton, was 12 years old, he was baptized in the Wabash River in Indiana. Wow. Yeah. His parents, obviously, it's important enough to them to like name him right. with the middle name Menno. And I think this is kind of just kind of funny. His brother, Andrew who was born before him, his older brother, doesn't have a middle name. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, how did Elton get, like, the founder of the Mennonite faith and the older brother didn't get anything? I bet you he does have a middle name. It's just it it, it wasn't recorded anywhere. Um, My research is very thorough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So he eventually, Kelly, attended Moody Bible Institute. We're hearing from Moody again. Don't know if he had any fun roommates. (laughs) He studied with well-known European music composition professors, and he eventually toured the United States as a choir director for a variety of traveling evangelists. Wow. And while he's on tour, he's just writing music the whole time. So he actually has a little story about the song when it was actually written. This... In my heart, there yeah. rings a melody. So this oh, was neat. in 1923, and he wrote it and basically gave it to the choir at the evangelistic meeting to sing that night. you I know, mean, kind of thing. It's coming up on its 100th birthday. Well, it was published in 1924, so we actually have 1924. It's coming up. It is. Coming it is. Up. <laughs> so it is like his most beloved composition, and this is what he said. Another quote.
1: Attention, please.
0: That evening, I introduced the song by having more than 200 boys and girls Mm. sing it at the open-air meeting, after which the audience joined in the singing. I was thrilled as it seemed my whole being was transformed into song. Wow. Is that amazing? Wow. I mean, how many people write a song and they feel like it's so personal and so much a part of themselves that they're they feel like they themselves have been right. transformed into right. the music. Well, at the end of the day, I think this hymn would fall in the category of a transformation hymn. Okay, is that like a genre, a subgenre? Well, I mean, I made that up. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but there are hymns that are, have different classifications. Okay, there are hymns that. Talk about the transformation that happens once you are a believer. Mm -hmm. There's not a ton of these. They're very personal. Mm -hmm. And there are problems with them because you might feel like you wouldn't say those words to describe your conversion. Right. It doesn't, it's not 100% relatable. Right. Um, but they are talking about something that didn't happen before, and now it does. Now that you know Jesus, so I thought it'd be fun to share some other transformation hymns. Some of them we know. Some of them are. Some of them you may know, our listeners, and some may be completely new. So this first one is called "A New Name Written Down in Glory." Oh, a new name in glory, Kelly. That's in our hymnal, and it is telling the story of how. Once your name wasn't written down and now it is. it is this is what happens. This is what happens once you're transformed. All right, let's sing a little okay verse two verse one yeah I, I was once a sinner, but I came pardoned to receive from my Lord. This, this was, was freely, freely given, given, and I, I found I, that he always kept his word there's a new name written down in glory and it's mine and it's mine oh yes it's mine mine. and And the the white -robed robed angels sing the story a sinner has come home for there's a new name written down in glory and it's mine, and it's mine, oh yes it's mine, oh yes it's mine, with, with my, my sins forgiven I am bound for heaven, never to roam. Super fun. I mean, you can't sing that without smiling either. Yeah. It's a little bit of a race. I feel like we like we would go back and sing the second verse and go a little faster. <laughs> yeah. And then the yeah. third verse, a little faster. And in and afterwards the other verses even tell more of the story. Of course. I was humbly kneeling mm-hmm. at the cross,
1: mm-hmm. you know, and
0: then and then Jesus came. The heavens opened. All right, you guys have to tell us if you know that. Yes. A new name in glory. I wonder if Daniel knows it. I wonder, because he barely knew he, in my heart there it, rings a melody. I know. Oh, we have to ask him. I just find these to be so fun. Mm-hmm. And this next one, Carrie, okay. I I'm not gonna lie to you, I confused with this one all week. So we did In My Heart, There Rings a Melody, and I kept thinking of Since Jesus Jesus Came came Into into My Heart. heart. Kelly, this is so cool. I mean, we just talked about Charles Gabriel with I Stand Amazed. Right. He did the music for this. I mean, we talked about him just being hugely prolific. Right. All right, so this is a transformation hymn, Right. (laughs) Since Jesus Came Into My Heart. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I have light in my soul, for which long I had sought since Jesus came into my heart. Since Jesus came into my heart. Since Jesus came into my heart. heart. Bloods of joy o'er my soul, like the sea billows roll, since Jesus came into my heart. Oh yeah. Everything's changed since Jesus Jesus came came into into my my heart. heart. Isn't that great? Yes. And since Jesus came into my heart, now I have a melody in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's a melody there now. I mean, again, I think the category is transformation hymns or hymns that you can't help but smile when you sing. (laughs) I mean, we're totally singing and smiling and enjoying ourselves. And I hope you all are too. I know. And I wonder if if we have listeners who are like, I've never heard this song before. Okay, so care. I have more to show you, but uh, I thought okay. maybe it's time for my quiz. Oh. Yes. Do we have our music for the pop quiz? It's not a quiz. It's like a game show now. Oh, do we have our music for our game show? <laughs> yes, let's go. So you always have these cute little titles for, your, for hey, your game shows. I'm the queen of quiz shows. So I have a title. Okay, what is it? Changed by Grace oh. or Change of Pace? Oh. So I'm going to read a quote to you about a change, mm-hmm. and you have to tell me if it's a lyric from a transformational hymn oh. or if it's some other quote from, like, a poem or from a okay. book or from something that has nothing to do with God. Okay. Okay. Does it have to do with pace, like running? <laughs> no, it just rhymed with grace. Leave me alone. Okay. okay. <laughs> How about, mm-hmm. like an open window through which pours the sunlight... What's the change? That's what happens when you're changed. Like, I'm going to say that is not a hymn. You are correct. (laughs) That is a quote by Herbert Hoover. Oh, wow. About the freedom and the independence that we have in America. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. How about there will come a time when you believe everything is finished and that will be the beginning? I do not think that's a hymn. Yeah, you're right. It's not a hymn. (laughs) That is a song lyric, though. Yeah. By Prince. <laughs> how about, I am different, and I don't understand exactly how, and I don't understand just why. Changed by grace or change of pace? I feel like it's it's a it's grace. I feel like it's about God, but I I don't know. I can't recall it. It isn't. No, what no. is it, Kel? It is a quote that I found sorry care it's a quote that i found by an author named ellen hopkins and it was in okay. one of her novels okay and she's a young adult writer a ya writer and i thought that that was neat so it's not about jesus at no all. no okay no how about this he made me every whit hole what kelly that's ridiculous <laughs> he made me every whit hole that is not a it is a hymn, Carrie. Not only is it a hymn, but it's a quote from the Bible. Are you ready for this? Yeah, okay. In <laughs> you're not intr- you're not. No, that's impressed. ridiculous. It is from the King James Version. Okay. And it is John seven twenty three. Jesus made the man every wit whole. The word wit. What's that?
1: <laughs> what's that? The word wit what's is that? an
0: archaic word, but okay. it is. of meaning. It says here that the man was made completely well. He was healed at the atomic level. level. The leptons and quarks of his being were healed. And Carrie, there is a hymn called, He Made My Every Wit Whole. (laughs) Shall we sing it for our listeners? He made every wit. Kelly, this is ridiculous. People are already turning us off. (laughs) No, they're going to the Bible. They're looking it up. He made me every whit hole. <laughs> W-H-I-T-W-H-O-L-E. Okay. Written by two guys named Baird and Jackson. Yep, yeah, Never heard of them either. They were, I'm sure they're pseudonyms. Okay. 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 Let's see if this will follow the pattern where we sing it and smile. Okay. Okay. Dumb. It might be smiling for other reasons. I know. <laughs> jesus the great physician came when i was sick with sin his loving kindness i proclaim he made me pure within he made me every whit there's, there's joy, joy and, and in my peace soul. in my soul he, he came, came to me. me he set me free he made me every whit whole. <laughs> i mean I, I mean are we smiling we're smiling. We're what? Are we smiling? He's just smiling. <laughs> When I first read the words of this, I thought it sounded like pirate speak. He made me every whit hole. Right. <laughs> 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 I mean, Do you he, hear it? Yeah, he, it would be very hard to sing that. There's no. just too much explanation that's needed. Right. And it's distracting. I know. It's a very simple melody. Anyone could sing it, though. And it has the extra, like, fun parts. So, I mean, I found it, and I thought it was a really good example of a transformational hymn. And I do think reading the words and seeing that wit is spelled W-H-I-T and whole is W-H-O-L-E, I do think that helps. Because when I hear it, I just hear wit, like, you know, clever, and whole, like, you know, a hole in the ground. Like, I don't get it. All right, one more, care. Lifted me up from sorrow and shame. Now I belong to him. Oh, my, that's one of my favorites. It is. It's one of my favorites, now too. Now I belong to Jesus. I mean, I love that. Yeah. It's to him. I love it. I love it's it. a him. So, Carrie, you did pretty good. Change of grace. Change of pace. I wonder how our listeners did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... I just feel like this episode and this hymn is celebrating music. I feel like we're grateful that we have music. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, it comes from God that we even have this gift. And then you can be grateful for having the talent that you have. So we reached out and found a talented singer. His name is Josiah Mullins. He currently lives in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He has a degree in musical theater from the College of the Ozarks. And he has the singing ministry. He just wants to spread the love of Jesus through mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And he actually has toured to Canada, South Dakota, Nebraska, wow. Wyoming, Minnesota. I mean, he's been all over performing. He has lots of music online that you can listen to. And actually his Christmas music is really nice. Wow. But really, we're going to share all his information. You guys, he sent us the recording of him singing. And I'm telling you, I smiled the whole time. He does a great performance. You can hear and feel the joy right. coming right. right from him. Right. And this was one of those technological miracles. Yes, because we love this. I played the piano. I sent him a recording mm-hmm. and I actually sent him two recordings, Kelly, because I didn't know how fast he'd want to take it. Right. So I did one that was a little bit slower, a little bit more lyrical, and then one was a little bit more energetic. And he picked the one he liked the best, and he sent it to me. Wow. And it is beautiful. You guys are going to love this. So this is Carrie playing the piano. Yep. And, and Josiah Mullins singing, In my heart there rings a melody.
1: I have a song that Jesus gave me, it was sent from heaven above, there never was a sweet
0: Never guessed that you weren't like in isn't the that, same room together. I know, isn't that something? It's kind of amazing. You guys, we're new to this like technology, right? And I'm amazed that it happened. We're amazed. I literally feel like it's a technological miracle, right? Um, all right, so this was such a great episode. Thank you to Daniel for being here. Thank you for getting us to do this song. What an right. awesome request, and what an awesome collaboration we had among musicians. Mm-hmm. So to our violinist Jaime Jorge, yep, thank you, and to our singer. Josiah Josiah Mullins. Mullins. And of course, I'm Kelly. And I'm Carrie. (laughs) And Daniel. And Daniel too. Yeah. All right, so we're just about done. Carrie, give us our hymn take for the day. For this episode, what are you taking away? So I actually love in the second verse, he just says, I love the Christ who Mm. died on Calvary. Mm. Like, I love him. You know, I feel like more modern praise songs talk about loving Jesus. Right. But the hymns, it's more about... You know, him being holy. Right. And then even like last week, how amazing, how marvelous, how wonderful. Right. Um, we sing a lot about how Jesus loves us. Mm-hmm. But really, an older hymn to say, I love right. Jesus, we don't see that that often. Mm. So I'm, I'm kind of loving that second verse. That's my hymn take. That's something that I would want to sing all day. Right. I love the Christ who died on Calvary. Right? Right. Just sing that all day. Right. All right. What's yours? I mean, my hymn take isn't even part of the hymn. It's part of the Bible verse that we read. Oh, okay. I mean, because I just think of Paul and Silas after their day Mm -hmm. of being tortured and beaten and thrown into jail, that they still had the joy of the Lord. That only comes from God I mean clearly that can't come from anything else and I just think of John chapter 15 in verse 11 when Jesus is talking to his disciples he says I have told you all of this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete the joy that we have from Jesus is what keeps us going it what it is what keeps us singing it's what keeps hope alive it's knowing that whatever is going on in our world, and whatever is going on in our world is horrible, but it's probably right. not as bad as what happened to Paul and Silas. Right. We still have Jesus's joy within our hearts, and that keeps us singing. And really, that's what this podcast is all about. Yes. Keep Isn't singing. It? Keep singing, yeah. you guys. All right. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yes. Find us on social media. Follow Jaime and Josiah. And. Daniel's Hymns. Yep. And we'll see you next time. Alright. I'm Kelly. I'm Carrie. This was Hymn Talk Talk, Twin Talk. Talk. Bye everyone. Bye.